All right, here's a game that I actually do really like. I played it immediately. I'm on Atlanta, and you could get Atlanta right now over at BetMGM. Let's see if there's been any more line movement. Yep, still sitting there. Six and a half right now is the spread. But you could also buy the seven. You could get a seven and a half with Atlanta if you want, and you're getting Atlanta to cover more than a touchdown when you're going against a Saints team who is coming off a huge victory over Tampa Bay, but uh, we don't know who's starting at quarterback. Is it going to be Taysom Hill? who returned to practice, but is he going to be a hundred percent coming out of the COVID protocol is Carson Wentz wow. throws another touchdown and it's not to Michael Pittman. Unfortunately, that's a, that's it's to an offensive center. lineman. We got a fat man touchdown, the offensive lineman. fat man touchdown, Danny, Danny Pinter. Pinter. Oh, wow. Those, I need, I need MGM in, to give me in, those odds. Infinity to one. No way. 1 billion to one. Danny Pinter just called a touchdown. They Fat didn't even man. have like, you know, how they have the graphic up there for what player scores beside his name. They didn't even have a graphic like, hey, hey, type that in real quick, buddy. Typed in Danny. Pinter. Big number 63 getting wow. in the end zone. If, if you need a you need a fat man spike. Did he give a spike? A big man spike. He no, was, he didn't. I would have, though. Wow. Look at the soft hands. Also, did he catch that? He caught that. OK, good. on his knees. Extra point coming up here. 35 10 Colts about to be up on the Jets. Fair to say. That so the won. over is going to hit. The Colts are going to win. We're not going to see high a- five. Not going to see any more Pittman receptions. We are probably going to lose that one, unfortunately, but it happens. Maybe a flip pass. No. Maybe maybe the Jets can score. Ah, no, they're not going to score. Yeah, so it all went downhill after Mike White got injured. Uh, but for um, Atlanta, man, right? Okay, so Atlanta's coming off another crappy loss. Atlanta's not very good. We know that, and uh, we also don't know. As I just got done saying, who the starting quarterback is going to be for the New Orleans Saints? It's going to be Trevor Simeon. Most likely, right? But still, is Trevor Simeon six and a half points better than this Atlanta team and Matt Ryan? I don't know that they're better than anybody. Now, I like the Saints defensively. I did take them against Tampa Bay. I thought they had a good chance even of winning that game outright at home. Yeah. But this spot has let down written all over it. Now, Atlanta's going to come into this game. You got Matt Ryan. Like, I'm looking at his passing prop right now, 257 and a half. I think he'll go over that. And I think Matt Ryan will have himself a solid day. I think Kyle Pitts is going to have to have a big day. So, if you're playing props, maybe look at his receptions, his receiving yards. Right now, they're sitting there at 64 and a half. He's been hooping. He's going to have to go over that because, I mean, you don't have Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley right now um, going through some things, dealing with some stuff. So, he is not available for Atlanta. And then look at uh, Kyle Pitts over the last three games. He's averaging 98 yards and 18 receptions over the last three games. Like, just spread him out. Like, we talked about this. How many snaps is he going to see at wide receiver, like, before he's considered a wide receiver? Because he's no longer a tight end, I don't feel like. But he's been balling. Um, And then you got to look at the fact that even, especially going against the Saints defense, their rush defense is so, so good, like, they're ranked whether they they're ranked third overall in defensive DVOA, mm-hmm. only behind the Bills and the Cardinals. That's one thing. And when they in, in terms of stopping the run, they're limiting opposing offenses to seventy nine point four yards per game on the ground. That's good enough for second best in the NFL. So if anything, the rushing attack is not going to be there. But give me Kyle Pitts, man, especially as he's been breaking out in the breaking out so far this season after a very very slow start. Everybody was really high on Kyle Pitts. Both of us were high on Kyle Pitts yeah. as our non like quarterback. Uh, play for uh, rookie of the year, and he came out to a terrible, terrible start. But now they're starting to realize he is a player that's on the field and expected a lot out of him. They're giving him the ball. This is what I like to see. Absolutely. So, I mean, like I said, man, that's a nice win for the Saints. We got them talking. They are really good defensively. Um, but without two interceptions, they're probably not beating Tom Brady in that game. Right. So, you know, they relied on turnovers. Also, the only thing that concerns me going back to Atlanta really quick, going against that defense is how bad their offensive line was against a good defense in the Panthers last week. Like that was a game Atlanta really needed if yeah. they have, you know, playoff goals, which they're not going to the playoffs. Let's be honest. Matt Ryan in that game was pressured on 50% of his dropbacks. 
that's not going to be a thing. Like you're going to have to find ways to keep Gam- Cam Jordan out of that backfield. You can't have Matt Ryan taking shots all game long. You have no Calvin Ridley. Um, so the Panthers without Kevin R- Calvin Ridley on the field were just focused on shutting down Kyle Pitts. They limited him to just two receptions for 13 yards. Um, so I think you're going to have to get Patterson going. God. The, the more I talk about this, the more disgusting it's going to sound. We're playing the number, even though Matt Ryan's coming off a game where he had 146 Wait, don't, passing don't yards. Don't Cordell Patterson like that. Picks. No, I like Cordell I'm Patterson. Say, he go, he's I, a I'm, no, I mean, he's going to have to. I mean, he's going to have like a huge workload in this game, probably. Yeah. I like Atlanta to cover this number, man. Um, I don't think they're going to win this game outright. I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be surprised. But I think they're good enough to keep it. I think they're good enough offensively to keep it close against the saints in a letdown spot. And I was actually kind of surprised to see that number go up to six and a half. I thought we might get like a five and a half, maybe even a five with some sharp money coming in on Atlanta, just because this is a prime letdown spot. And, and also st- it's, a- we still might see some money come in right before kickoff too. Yeah. Yeah. See, and how, the- see how high this number can get And the markets overreacting maybe to Atlanta with a bad loss last week to a Carolina team that the market was high on, then went down on after three straight losses. And as bad as Sam Darnold is though, Carolina won that game because of what they did defensively. They picked off Matt Ryan twice and he hasn't been throwing interceptions this year. They held him to under 200 yards passing when it mattered. So that was more a win for Carolina's D. But on top of that, you look at the Saints side of things. The Saints defense, which was already properly rated, comes in against Tampa Bay and that offense who seemed like they couldn't be stopped regardless of who's out there. If you, without Gronk, without AB, uh, without any uh, skill position guy, every single week they continue to go out there and beat up on teams, even though this year the Bucs are 0-4 against the spread on the road. A lot of people don't uh, recall that. So they, they, can't, they don't cover on the road well. They play best at home. But on top of that, that defense comes in. They shut down that offense of the Buccaneers. And then offensively, even though Jameis Winston, Jameis Winston came down first drive of the game and really much had, had his way um, through the air. Then they come back and Simeon is the one who just continues to ball out and, and has them seal that victory. I think they're really, really, really highly rated right now, um, especially after that game. So you got two teams that are on uh, either side of the spectrum. When you think about it, you got one team that's a terrible loss and you have one team that had a very unpro- improbable win uh, with a, not a lot of weapons. So I'm going to take the Falcons as well. I also might look at the under here. I think the under at, in the game? What, what did it get up to? I think last time I saw it was at 42. It's at, oh, so it got bet down. 41 and 41 a half. 41 what the total is at right now. Um, you got a, Of course, you got Saints team, strong defense. I'm not assuming. I don't. And they're going to probably have to rely on the run game. I mean, it's going to be a lot of Alvin Kamara, dude. Because, to. I mean, like, what are you going to do? Drop back with Trevor Simeon and. Yeah. Uh, Taysom Hill. And then on the opposing side, you got Matt Ryan and that offense. Their, their running game is going to be pretty much um, out of the question here, presumably against this defense. And then if you say if he's going to throw the ball, Matt Ryan is not going to continue to throw a lot of picks. Like, that's just not – I mean, you look at his stats this year, he doesn't throw a lot of those picks. So I like the under. Even at 41 and a half, I probably would lean the under as well. And then you got to look at the fact that you got a number of receivers who are missing um, for both teams. Um, yeah, it'd be nice to get Calvin Ridley back, but yeah. obviously, you know, he's not going to be playing anytime soon here. Uh, the Saints, Michael Thomas out for the year. Mark Michael Ingram's Thomas back. Michael Thomas. Yeah, he, Mark Ingram's back, although it's weird to see him in a new number there yeah. with the Saints. Uh, he's back, so that helps the run game. They're going to run the ball a lot. I, I'd probably lean the under. Love Atlanta. As bad as Atlanta is, even like just. Oh, my gosh. The Colts are. This is a bloodbath. Is that Jonathan Taylor, too? God, I should have played the rushing yards Man. over. A, uh, how oh. many yards was that? I didn't even see where they lined up. He was over for a 70 long yards, time. man. That looked like a 70, a, 60. That's a 78 yard 78. touchdown for Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor. Taylor. Jonathan Taylor tonight. Oh my God. 18 uh, carries, 172 yards, two touchdowns. And as long as, of course, right there, 78 yards rushing. Well, I'd say the Colts and the over were the uh, right choice.
Yeah. And both hit right there. 41-10 Indianapolis. So we could go ahead and give ourselves two dings for that as well. And uh, your Raging Cajuns just scored another touchdown, 13-yard touchdown yeah, run for you. They're going to cover it's by not, two touchdowns. It's not going to be enough for the over, though. Um, Really quickly, going back to this one, the first half spread, three and a half New Orleans favored by, and the first half total is 21 in this game. I feel really bad for Jameis Winston, man. Like, if he finally got a starting job. Kind of. In that video, like, if that's the last we see of Jameis... What, the, the, him the, on the crutches the celebrating? Yeah, in the, yeah. The, the dude just torn ligaments, l- loses his starting job. Jameis is a goofy dude, dog. That he sat a whole year and, and the thing waiting is, for. Saints fans and myself were like, oh, Jameis Winston is dancing on crutches post game. He can't be out for the entire year. Five minutes later after him doing a backflip on crutch, Jameis Winston, fear that he tore everything in his knee. He, he didn't is care. out for the season. What? He was celebrating that dub. That was a revenge victory. He beat Tampa Bay, that's all that mattered to Kinda. James. Kind of beat Tampa all Bay. All that mattered. Um, I will say, though, man, like, so as much as I love Atlanta, will I be shocked if we come in here on Monday and Sean Payton, grew, with with a, a couple extra days, drew up uh, the perfect game plan for Trevor Simeon to succeed and knock off Atlanta? No, me. but the points, the number is telling you, play Atlanta. Um, you could also buy points, which I know some people frown upon. I don't care. I do it all the time. I would do it in this spot because you could actually get Atlanta – Plus seven, minus one twenty-five. So you're getting a full touchdown. So if this is a touchdown game, yeah, boom, you cover. Yep. Uh, seven and a half is a little bit too juice for my liking. Minus one forty-five. So if you want to play that, maybe wait a little bit closer to the kickoff. But I don't see the public running out to. Maybe I'm wrong on this. I don't see everybody running out on Sunday to bet Trevor Simeon and the Saints as <laughs> six and a half point favorites. No. I would. I would assume that most people would be on Atlanta. Up on Atlanta in this spot. It might be the best place you can get Atlanta. Might come down a lot. Man, maybe not a lot. That number's already where it is, but it might come down to like a six. Mark Ingram's uh, rushing total on Sunday, 28 and a half. I might take the over on that. <laughs> I might take the over on that. Camara's is 75 and a half. Uh, Camara 20 run- and a half, you said, for Mark Ingram? Uh, 28 and a half, yeah. Mark Ingram's going to come back out there and get you 30 yards to get to Atlanta in his first game back, right? I don't know. I kind of like that. He's hyped to be back. I mean, it's not like he's done anything this year. Oh, well, yeah, he's hyped to get away from Houston. <laughs> yeah. Anybody. He's healthy. Texans are a damn Back disaster. Back home, all the family is there. They're going to be at the game. 